KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Virtually all of the conversation with regards to the future of the Republican Party centers around former President Donald Trump. But what about his vice president, Mike Pence? What should we expect out of him going forward? Can't imagine he doesn't have presidential ambitions, but does he have a political future in the GOP? We wanted to talk more about this, so we caught up with Dr. Courtney Smith. She is a professor of history and political science at Cabrini University out in Radnor. Fascinating discussion. Give a listen. So before we talk about kind of Mike Pence in the future, Mike Pence as vice president. I know it's very difficult to kind of rate vice presidents because of a lack of responsibility day to day and stuff like that. But what do you think history takes out of the Mike Pence vice presidency? That's an interesting question. And you're right. It is hard to evaluate a vice president just a few months after he left office. But I think that on the whole, he's kind of somewhere in the middle. He's not exactly, say, a standout. He, you know, there was a time there during the last two weeks of Trump's presidency where maybe he'd be one of the vice presidents who steps up and, and becomes president. That didn't happen. But I think that, you know, I think on the whole, history is going to give him somewhat mixed reviews because on the one hand, he was Donald Trump's kind of loyal lieutenant, loyal soldier for most of his time. But then on January 6th, he actually defied President Trump and said, I'm not going to just use my power to unilaterally dismiss or send electoral votes back to state legislatures that these are that I believe in this process. This process has taken place through legal channels, through constitutional means. And I think history will will credit him for that, that things could have been much worse had there been a vice president who would go along and say, yes, let's send these votes back. Let's have recounts. Let's have more investigations. So I think on the whole, I think his vice presidency or his service to the Trump administration is going to come out with some mixed results. And when we talk about him going forward, and he obviously wants to be president, I think anybody that gets into that realm, obviously does. He is more, I think, your traditional conservative than a Trump Republican, you know, more conservative, maybe less MAGA. So he seems to be in this weird spot where I think January 6th pretty much made him a dead man walking to Trump loyalists. And I think he appeals to a part of the party that's not very popular anymore, or not the majority where do you see, where, where does he fit? What's the future look like for him? Well, I think Mike Pence's future is as former vice president. I think that his holding the vice presidency was the really the, the highest office he'll hold in, in his political life. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. There's only a few people throughout history who've ever been the vice president. But I agree with you. He wants to be president. There was talk of him back when he was in the House of Representatives of running in 2008 or in 2012. Instead, he uh, he went to uh, in 2012, he decided to run for the governor of Indiana. And I think that made sense. And I think that is a hint that he had presidential ambitions because it's hard to run for the presidency being the representative of one over 400 House districts. So it's hard in that way to run for the presidency. However, I think his future is that of being a former vice president, of going on speaking tours, maybe being some 
maybe a fundraiser for some causes. I think he has a book coming out either next year or the following year, which again indicates that he does still have his eyes set on 2024. So it wouldn't surprise me if he has an exploratory committee, maybe makes a couple of trips to New Hampshire and Iowa in the upcoming years. But I don't believe that he will actually advance anywhere in a Republican primary in 2024. The party is moving in a different direction from where he is. The party, I think, needed him in 2016 to appease certain factions about having Trump as the nominee, but he has served his purpose. And I don't see him having much of a political future. Yeah, because that was kind of my next question. Let's assume he does run in 2024. Now, how what that looks like, if that's just he says he's running and then a month later he has no money. How do you thread the needle if you're him to try to appeal to, you know, even a majority of the minority? Because this is what I think going forward, we're going to have a lot of politicians, I think, in this space that don't appeal to the Trump crowd, but the more traditional crowd is turned off because they haven't broken with Trump. And I just don't, it's a tough needle to thread. It might be for Mike Pence, it might be an impossible needle to thread. He might just be between that proverbial rock and a hard place, or in this case, a Trump and a hard place, because he was the vice president for Donald Trump, for people who are Republicans who are, or maybe even former Republicans, never Trump Republicans. He's too connected with Trump. He went along with Trump. He was Trump's vice president. But then for the people who are the kind of MAGA diehards, they seem to have somebody else in their sights. If it's not Trump, they seem to really be leaning toward Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. And and while I think Mike Pence could overcome some policy differences, because in terms of policy, Mike Pence and Donald Trump didn't always agree. And I think that Mike Pence represented a wing of the party that, as you said, doesn't have as much power anymore. While Mike Pence could overcome some policy differences, like he could start talking about the wall and America first and cutting off or reducing foreign trade and putting up tariffs, it's more the aesthetic that Trump brings, that aesthetic of being a fighter, that aesthetic of not backing down, that aesthetic of of criticizing people. Mike Pence doesn't have that aesthetic. He just doesn't have that personality. He can't do that. His personality was the counterbalance in 2016 to Trump. He could put he you know his job in the especially in the vice presidential debates was to make Trump have kind of a nicer face, that Trumpism have a nicer face. Now, I don't know if it's a if it's a needle he Pence could could thread. I think he's trapped by the fact that he is Donald Trump's vice president. And so people who are anti-Trump want nothing to do with him, don't think he stood up to him enough. And for the people who are the real diehard Trump supporters, you know, not all of them are representative of the people who stormed the Capitol on January 6th. But I don't think it's a, you know, I don't think it's a coincidence that many of the people who did storm the Capitol were saying, hang Mike Pence. They wanted Mike Pence to object to the Electoral College results and try to get the election overturned. He didn't do that. So he's not he's not their guy moving forward. All that being said, and you mentioned January 6th, I mean, if you and I talk 50 years from now, that will be the blurb in the history book. That will be the blurb, I think, you know, as vice president, he, you know, went against the president. Uh, And regardless of what you think of his policies, his personality, 
he really deserves a lot of credit for January 6th, doesn't he? Because it would have been real easy to go the other way. Yes, it would have been very easy for him to go the other way. And it probably would have been a that, no pun intended, it would have been the safe thing for him to do on that day. But I think he deserves credit. I think the Republicans who didn't go along with this scheme deserve credit for what happened on January 6th. And that once the Capitol was cleared and made safe again, the Senate and the House got back to business and they certified the Electoral College results. That's the you know, the end of that, the short-term end for that day on January 6th, which led into January 7th, was that the Electoral College results were certified. The people who voted in the 2020 election had their votes counted properly. It could have been worse. I think it would have been very bad. I don't know if the election outcome would have been overturned, but there would have been more of an extension of this had Mike Pence gone along with what some others in his party, including the president, were kind of pushing him to do. So, yeah, I do, I do think he deserves credit for that. Now, whether he will get credit through history or whether that's going to help him or hurt him in 2024, I, I can't say. I think it's part of just his mixed legacy as the vice president to Donald Trump. With Pence, you know, we talk about the, the struggles he's going to have with the Republicans pushing Liz Cheney out of leadership. Just what do you see for the future of the GOP? Kind of given these things, given, you know, the lead up to the election that we're still relitigating this. I mean, at some point, do we see the GOP come more back to the mainstream or do you think this is it? I think this, I think what you see for the party is the direction it's going in. And the party, the party does not want to alienate Trump supporters, does not want to alienate Trump himself, because I think going back to 2016, there's a fear that he might run as an independent or that he might tell his supporters who are probably more connected to him than they were back in 2016, just to stay home and don't vote for Republican candidates. I think this is where the party is headed. And I think 2022, the midterms coming up next year, I think those are going to be, the outcome of that will be determined by what is the message the party puts forward against Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. I don't think that, I think that what happened on January 6th, where again, Mike Pence did the right thing, he gets credit, I, I think it's hard it's I kind of sometimes I think it's odd to say that someone gets credit for doing the right thing, but sometimes doing the right thing is the hard thing to do. I don't know if that's going to be a factor in the next in the upcoming elections. I think that the people who were arrested, they're going to be prosecuted. They will be punished appropriately according to the law. But I think the party itself, you see the direction it's going in. You see that Kevin McCarthy, who is who if the Republicans win the House next year, he's going to be the next speaker. He doesn't want to alienate Trump. He doesn't really want to even talk about him so much. He wants to talk about Joe Biden. He wants to talk about Kamala Harris. He wants to talk about Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. And it seems like Mitch McConnell wants to do the same thing. They don't they don't want to talk about Trump so much. And I think that's the reason one of the reasons why Liz Cheney was removed from party leadership, because she does talk about Trump. They want to talk about Joe Biden and this, the, you know, the gas lines that were just here this past week. They want to talk about whatever is going to come in the Middle East. They, they, they want to focus ahead and not back on January 6th. So, yes, the party that you see, the Republican Party that you see, this is the Republican Party moving forward. 
That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.